0: The new manager bounce is a thing as Sean Dyche's Everton shock Arsenal. Yank Lampard, a.k.a. Jesse Marsh, has been sacked. And unfortunately, Wrexham's cup run is over. This is the It's All Day podcast, episode number 110. Let's have some fun. It's football time. What a better way to start the podcast than talking about a boring 0-0 draw on Friday night as Chelsea took on Fulham in the West London derby. How would you enjoy that one, mate?
1: Uh, it wasn't great, to be honest. I kind of thought we'd uh, we'd actually win this game. Not comfortably, but at least get a win. Uh, obviously, new signing, Fernandes made his debut. And to be honest, him, Thiago Silva and... Uh, yeah, those two were probably the, the stand-up players for us defensively, we were you know very sound. I think Fulham kept the ball well, they looked the more threatening team, but I was hoping for a bit more from Mudrick, first uh, game at Stamford Bridge, a lot of hype around him and, and the build-up to the game, there was a lot of hype going for it and you know the crowd really up for it, Stamford Bridge on the lights on a Friday and... Yeah, I think the first early signs we looked good, and then as soon as Mudrick came off at half time, we just had no sort of like flair to us going forward. He he himself didn't impact the game that much, but you just sort of like saw it as you know he, he he's on the pitch at least. You know he he we know how you know dangerous and fast he can be uh but he's come off with a well an illness at half time and then second half was yeah it was a very very tough watch
0: yeah a boring nil nil on a friday night is not what you want kickstart the weekend with some football and and you have to watch that kepper had a decent game though got quite a few bonus points on fpl as well
1: yeah he made some decent saves i think like i said fulham looked the more dangerous with the with their chances they kept the ball brilliantly um and, yeah, they played a very good game. I think they can be quite happy with a clean sheet at Stamford Bridge and a and a point to show for it as well. Well, if there was anything that was going to cheer you up the
0: following day, Saturday, 12.30, never back the early kickoff. Sean Dyche's new team, Everton. Well, Everton with their new manager, Sean Dyche. Absolutely shocked Arsenal at Goodison Park. And won one nil in the end.
1: Mate, I was telling you, it's a new manager bounce. So I even, We'll come on to this, but I even called it and Everton were brilliant but to be honest I feel like any team that were that you put in front of Everton for this game they just were going to be I think you know they had that that sort of look on their side or that new spark with like you said Deitch coming in and I don't even think Arsenal played that bad and Ketty had a really good chance in the first half which I think he should have scored and they still created a few in the in the second half but I, I just feel like they're it could have been anyone and Everton were still going to win this game from a premier league perspective um i think it's just unfortunate that you know he was appointed for this game from an arsenal standpoint um and yeah i think they were due a loss i guess um, cuz they've been on absolute fire for so long and when that ball came in and it met tarkovsky's head and it went in yeah i was i was i was i was pretty chuffed yeah, and realistically, what did I say on the pod last week? I was like,
0: Sean Dyche is gonna could keep them up because he's played with players like Dwight and McNeil, and they're the same person, uh, Dwight McNeil, and James Tarkovsky, <laughs> and Michael Keane. And look, they combined straight away. They were dangerous from corners. They played the same set piece four times, and Arsenal just couldn't deal with it. And they finally get their goal. The rewards are reaped, and a lot of people give Sean Dyche sticks and that he's not very tactically great, and that he plays like just a four four two. But I saw this really interesting. Video of like him talking on Monday Night Football of like what his defenders want to do and how they fill the gaps and you know chase the V protect the V sort of thing. Yeah. And then I saw a comparison video of how Everton were literally doing it after his first game. So clearly he knows what he's doing and yeah he's got a real good chance of keeping Everton
1: up now I think. Yeah no hundred percent but one nil Everton um, to kickstart the weekend off well the Saturday football off and then that leads us on to the three o'clock kickoff so. Yeah, I think the the game of the weekend arguably, uh especially from a goal perspective was I guess a Midlands derby and Aston Villa versus Leicester. And this was back and forth back and forth in the first half. At half time, it was 3-2 to Leicester and yeah, it's just it, goals galore in this one and yeah, I just couldn't keep up my phone yeah. was absolutely popping off with notifications for the first half goals.
0: Yeah, absolutely crazy. You got uh, unfortunately Leicester's uh, new centre back Harry Soutar getting a uh, an own goal on his debut. That's never fun. Yeah. Watkins getting a goal for Villa as well. After you know, you know, performing quite well in recent weeks, but not really getting you know the end product. But you know, bags a goal in this game. And I'm trying to think who scored for Leicester in the first half when it was two one, like when it, when it went to one. Uh, so
1: he had Madison who got the first one when he rounded the goalkeeper. Um, to make it uh, to get the first goal, uh, Ianacho, then Tete, and then Pratt scored. The oh uh, yeah, that Tete played really well as well. Yeah, he fucked up the celebration. Though. Did you see that? He did it went for a knee slide, absolutely flopped it, went Arsenal. But They it. are
0: some of the funniest celebrations when they just got absolutely flying off the back of a knee slide. Yeah, it's
1: when the crowd are like, Whee and then they're like, ah, yeah, he did score. Shit.
0: Yeah. Exactly, but yeah, big, big result for Leicester, kind of needed it being down at the bottom, Villa could have also done with it, gone a bit stale, played some good football but just don't convert well enough, Um, especially as soon as they uh, let go of Danny Ings to West Ham, so, you know, it could prove a bad point considering the amount of chance they've made, making Leon Bailey just not converting them, but... Leicester, like I said, 4-2 win. They'll be very, very happy with that. Moving on to Man United's first game of the weekend. Uh, Well, the first game of the double game week for them. Uh, They had Palace at Old Trafford. And it looked to be all going swimmingly. 2-0 up, having a lovely old time. And then it kicked off. And Casemiro got himself sent off. And he's going to miss the next three games. Which, I think he misses the final. He doesn't
1: miss the final. Oh, have they got three games? They have. they three there tonight. Games. Yeah, they've got uh, ah. this one against Leeds, and then there's two before the final. But because basically, what it is is, if they appeal, which I don't think they will, but if you appeal and get and you lose your appeal, you get another game added on top, and that would be the final. So I ah, think got they're going to play it, save, not appeal it, because then because they'll lose the appeal as well. Because it is it is just he's got two hands round a man's neck he, it's not looking good but you know the tuna look quite they're chilling and they they get the man sent off and then schlop does pull it back but it's a it's a little bit too late little too wait what's this saying? too little too late even and uh yeah finishes <laughs> 2-1 but no casemiro i'm sorry mate he will be playing against you lot in the final devastated well I thought you know I thought
0: my hopes thought the lucks had turned there but speaking of my team we had the 5.30 kickoff on the Saturday West Ham at St James's Park and Jesus Christ this was on at the same time as England rugby and I was watching it at the pub and I had one TV on the rugby and one TV on uh, the football and uh, I'll be honest I was the rugby was pretty decent so I was still watching that Awful. by the time I turned around someone had said Lewis you've missed a goal and I went what Turn around See the see the replay. I'm like, well, oh, Jesus Christ, that's mad. Gets ruled out, and then I go back to watch the rugby. And say, Lou, you've missed another goal. I'm
1: like, what the fuck are you talking about? We scored two goals in like three minutes. Yeah, you were one nil up straight away. I literally sat down to watch this game, but I was cooking, and I came back, and it was one nil. And again, that's like the second time I've sat down to watch Newcastle, and you've gone and you've scored straight away, similar to like the Southampton game a few weeks ago. And I was like, okay, cool, one nil, uh, and then. To be honest, I thought West Ham played really well in this game. I thought Declan Rice was cleaning up when Ulot came forward with the ball. Yeah. Um, and then Paqueta scores, or Paqueta is actually how you should say his name. But Paqueta just sounds better. Um, and yeah, he he levels it to make it 1-1. And I, yeah, I, th- I think 1-1 was a, a fair result, you know. I thought it'd be a close game because at home, or just even over recent weeks, you lot haven't
0: actually been that good. Yeah, no, we've we've not been amazing. The best game we played was in the Cup against Southampton when we won 2-1. Um, other than that, we haven't been... Defensively, you sound, you know, but the rest... Yeah, exactly. But just going forward, we haven't been that good. Alan Say Maximum started the game. We saw Anthony Gordon come off the bench, wasn't able to convert it into a win. But, uh, yeah, look, a point's a point... Um, that we've still only lost one game in the league this season, which is is mental to be what twenty. I think we're twenty one games in now for uh, for Newcastle to so be in fourth in the league. Mate, I'll take it every day of the week. We're we're flying higher. We've got two good games coming up next in Bournemouth and um, Liverpool because oh. Liverpool are easy to beat at the moment. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, I'll take a result because we weren't amazing on the day. We'll
1: take a point. 100%. And then the final game from the Super 6 for the weekend was the big one, the 4.30 kickoff, Spurs versus Manchester City. And I thought City, you know, obviously off the back of seeing the Arsenal result the day before on the Saturday, they'd be really up for this. Kevin De Bruyne is dropped to the bench for this. And oh, something going on with Man City. There's so much tinkering going on. And, and in here... Spurs were just they just were the better team like they countered them so much they probably should have had a well, at least one more goal I feel from uh, some of the chances that they're creating but Hoiberg just robs I think it's Rodri who's given the ball or no it might be Lewis who gets robbed and then sets up Kane to break Jimmy Greaves record of 266 to score his 267th goal for Spurs and yeah they, yeah, they thoroughly deserved it Haaland didn't have a sniff He got no service until De Bruyne arguably came on, but it was sort of too little, too late for that. And yeah, they failed to capitalise on an Arsenal slip-up.
0: Yeah, I've seen a lot of other podcasts saying that Haaland, like he's a great player, but he makes City worse. Like fundamentally, he makes them worse. And that's because they don't play to, to his strengths. And that is the problem. He gets no service. He wants to run in behind and he just doesn't get it. Um and, yeah, Spurs were deserved winners in this game, like you said. Harry Kane with his 200th Premier League goal, yeah. chasing down Alan Shearer on that 260. And I can't see a reason why he won't get it if he does stay in the Premier League.
1: Yeah, I think he will get it. But just oh, just on the Haaland thing, I, I feel like you can't say that. He's going to break the record. He's already scored 25 Premier League goals this season. I'm seeing them, like say, just because he doesn't affect one game, it's, you know, it's... It, it's all fall on falls on him. He's been the best player in the Premier League this year. Um, so yeah.
0: So I personally believe that. I think he's a phenomenal player and he is one of the best in the league. And he should win the Premier season. awards. you don't score twenty five goals already in this Premier League season and not be a phenomenal player? I'm just saying. Other podcasts and other yeah, opinions yeah, yeah. I'm hearing is that fundamentally he makes them a worse team overall. I, I see um, part of the point. But it's purely because they're not playing to his strengths at the moment. I see
1: part of the point. But at the same time, you look at his impact. But I think for me, it's just City... I think that Cancelo thing's massive. And it's being overlooked. Just because uh, Rico Lewis, the young 18-year-old, is like featuring a little bit more. But at the same time, like they've gone from Cancelo, Laporte, Diaz, Walker... To a complete different back line. Um, and... I don't know. I I don't think anything's necessarily going wrong. It's just it, Pep's tinkered, and it's. I don't think it's quite worked for them. But you know, there it, still be Man City. I'll probably. I don't know. They've got a double game week next, and I'm sure they could. They got Arsenal in that double game week as well in the week next week and um, or the week after, whenever. And yeah, there's no reason why they can't bounce back then. But yeah, I thought City would have. I thought City would have won this game
0: yeah so did I that's what I predicted and I had an absolute shocker with my Super 6 results this week in the Super 6 games that we just mentioned I only got 2 points and that was from a Man United win I said they'd win 2-0 they won 2-1 other than that I got every other result completely wrong that is
1: what we like to see well I managed to get a nice little 9 points I did say Everton would beat Arsenal and I did say they would beat them 1-0 as well so it's a nice little 5 there and then I said Leicester would beat Villa and then I said United would beat Palace so I got 9 points a nice little seven gained on you
0: yeah that's brilliant you're on 137 points i'm on 148 now so you are catching Ooh. that is a massive week for you I'm coming back you are well let's quickly talk about the other games from the weekend so first of all we had another huge huge result um for any team that plays liverpool at the moment three nil wolves versus liverpool and they were brilliant liverpool were absolutely rotten on the day but Wolves played really well. And this is a team with the lowest amount of goals scored this season so far. And they're scoring three goals against Liverpool. Unbelievable, this downfall of Liverpool right now.
1: Yeah, you almost forget that it happens. Because I think the attention's just on so many other teams other than Liverpool at the moment. Defensively, I don't know where it's really gone wrong for them. Obviously, they've got a lot of injuries and that midfield is horrible for them. But... And Nunes did have a couple of chances in this game, but I think just the the centre-back pair, like Joe Gomez and Matip, like, I've seen them getting pelters, and then I watched back some of the goals, and it's not great. I mean, but the big verge is a huge, huge miss for them. Um, but it's, you, you shouldn't be losing to Wolves 3-0. No-one should be doing that, let alone you know a club like Liverpool. Um yeah, I think I think that's their season pretty much done. I think they just got to regroup and go again next season. It's, yeah, I'm quite I'm very surprised. I thought Salah, you know, in the summer signed new contract. Darwin Nunes, fresh new striker coming in. Obviously, they did lose Mane, but and I guess yeah, we can look and say look, Jota and Luis Diaz are, are still not playing. Um, but yeah, just really really bad bad spell that they're going through at the moment.
0: Yeah, a team that is having a lovely old time at the moment, however. If the league started after the World Cup, they would be top of the league. And it Nottingham Forest. They've finally clicked. And they've beaten Leeds 1-0 on the Sunday. Which then resulted in the sacking of Yank Lampard, Jesse March. Yank and Lampard. <laughs> I and I love that name. I think it's brilliant. The amount of money they've spent um, since he's come in. I am a bit shocked they've sacked him, especially because they've bought American players in the January transfer window in the form of Tyler... Uh, we- what's, what's it? Weston McKenney mm-hmm. who we will talk about in a moment because he was brilliant tonight. Um, yeah, I just... I don't get why they have uh, sacked him, but at the same time, I do kind of get it. They're just outside the relegation zone. You know, 21 games in if, if you want to get someone else's new stamp on it you got to do it soon you don't want to you know let him do it for too long and then really put you in the ground but uh, it don't make a lot of sense to me because they probably would have had to buy him out um but yeah
1: no no fair enough well another team that's uh really hitting some form at home over the season Brentford against Southampton I think this is one of the, definitely one of the fixtures that teams look forward to is hosting Southampton at home this season nice little three nil hammering for them um yeah, played some really good football in this game. Ben Mee, uh, which I know is a defender that's in a couple of FPL teams, getting on the score sheet and keeping a clean sheet and getting the bonus. Uh, so, yeah, nice little 3-0 win for them. And then Brighton against Bournemouth, similar sort of fixture, which I think a lot of teams look forward to at home, leaving it very late at Matoma, winning it right at the end. And that boy's on absolute fire, and I'm sure, come the summer. There will be a, a lot of Premier League teams and even teams around the world, I reckon, uh, taking a look at him. We've seen what he could do in the World Cup and in the Premier League. He is absolutely ripping it
0: up. And in the final game of the game week was Manchester United versus Leeds, who did have a double game week. Uh, Manu. Went two 0 down after half time. Uh the not Nonto scored within like the first fifty-seven seconds. Um brilliant goal, you know, bottom left hand side of uh, David De Gea. And then a verano goal, uh, quite early in the second half. And you kind of think, Jesus Christ, another new manager bounce with Leeds recently sacking Jesse Marsh. Um, you kinda of think what's going on. But then that man at the moment, Marcus Rashford scores a lovely header from a Dallow Cross. And then off the bench, Jaden Sancho, the forgotten about Jaden Sancho, nets the equaliser to make it 2-0 and end the game. Uh, there were still 20 minutes left, so a lot of pressure to try and get that winner for either team. But, alas, it did not happen. It did end 2-0. Um, which I'm happy about as a Newcastle fan, I just want to say.
1: Yeah, I think, well, that's, I think United's you know, title challenge wasn't, ever really a thing but I think this was the sort of final nail in the coffin of that it's a game they had to win um and yeah I, I, fair play to them they turned it around from 2-0 down um it was nice to see Sancho you know return I was always quite a fan of him when he was first getting in England squad from his performances at Dortmund and we know it's not been easy for him and he's he's gone away and trained separately but um, no fair play to him to, to pull back a point but I think United in the big picture will see this is two points dropped um, realistically um, but yeah so that concludes all the football from this game week we will now go on to the lovely FPL that's right FPL for all those players
0: that held out a few weeks ago and didn't triple captain when both Rashford and Harland had a double game week if you did it now, you're laughing because Rashford has had a blinding game week and is now currently on 57 points, but is due to get two bonus points, I think, which will put him up to 61 points on a triple captain, which, yeah, is, is fucking decent, isn't it?
1: It is good. Um, I think he might be just getting the one from tonight, though, so I'll take that. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a good triple captaincy. I did say that, I, you know, I mean, hindsight's a, a wonderful thing, but I did say after my, I guess disappointing harland captaincy that i would have loved to have jumped or lumped on this one for rashford and he he has come up with the goods for those that have um i managed to get to be fair despite all uh i did manage to get a decent return i got 84 for the week which i'm which i'm fairly pleased with to be honest um jumped up a few leaderboards so yeah it's uh i guess a weekend saved yeah, whereas I am currently on sixty
0: six without any bonus points. Uh I don't know which one Rashford's getting. I thought it was two, maybe it is one. Um so yeah, that might jump up a little bit, but not much. I've gone down in the podcast league. But I'm I'm still up there. I'm still in a lot of the main leagues I have money in, I'm still up there, so I'll take it for the time being. They're the
1: ones they're the only ones that matter is the ones where the money is like. And the ones that you're you've got with like your mates, they're they're the ones that really matter. So Podcast League is obviously nice to do well because of the amount of people that are in it, but realistically, there's no money. I mean, there's a free shirt at the end of it, whoever wins, but, you know. That's FPL for you.
0: Now, before we go on to talk about The Super 6 for this weekend, we must deal with the FA Cup replays that took place on Tuesday and Wednesday night. We're recording this on Wednesday night, so we've just watched the Man United game and also the final of the FA Cup replays. And sad news has happened on the Tuesday. Sheffield United did beat Hollywood stars Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhinney's Wrexham FC And they are out of the FA Cup at the fourth round. It is gutting with two late goals, 94th minute and 96th minute for Sheffield United to win 3-1. Oh, it's devastating for them.
1: Yeah, and it, it looked promising at one point when they got the penalty to to make it one apiece. Um, but i seen, who's the striker for Sheffield United? Paul Mullin. Oh no, Sheffield United, was it Billy yeah, Sharp? Yeah, Billy Sharp. He was rattled by them in the uh, post-match interview he wasn't a happy bunny um and i seen wrexham posted it to their tiktok page with like some sad violin or like some comedy music in the background (laughs) and they just captioned it good luck in the next round um but yeah he was pretty rattled but you know they they, they won the game i don't know why he was rattled he should have cheered up but they i think they play tottenham next so yeah that will be that'll be an interesting game
0: Definitely, and the other two games I want to highlight from the FA Cup replay was uh, League 2 side Grimsby beating Luton 3-0 at their home ground, uh, well at Grimsby's home ground. Championship side Luton have crashed out of the competition. This was actually a really good game in the original round, like fourth round, and the replay was a fantastic result for Grimsby. They must have been well up for it at their own turf. Um, To get a 3-0 win over a championship side and set up a tie in the fifth round is huge for them. So, brilliant, brilliant work. And then finally, the game from tonight, Sunderland versus Fulham. Again, one we highlighted from the original fourth round in the replay. It was also good. A lot more goals this time, but it was 3-2 to Fulham. The Premier League side have beaten Sunderland. Um... And yeah, just fair play, Fulham. Carry on. Sorry, Sunderland, mate. You're out. Go, go back to
1: the, go back to the northeast, mate. The real big team. <laughs> And then finally, that does leave us on to Super 6 for this weekend. So the games that we've chosen are West Ham versus Chelsea, Arsenal versus Brentford, Leicester versus Spurs, Leeds versus Man United, again, City versus Villa and Liverpool versus Everton in the Merseyside derby. So to kick things off, the early Saturday kickoff, 12.30 at the London Stadium, West Ham versus Chelsea, I'm going for a boring 0-0. I'm going
0: to go with a 1-0, early kickoff. I think there will be goals in it. Maybe West Ham are one, winning
1: 1-0 until very late on, and then you get an equaliser. Fair enough. Then Arsenal, obviously, off the back of their first defeat in a while, at home to Brentford. I think they'll bounce back and win 2-0. I'm going to go 1-0. I think it'll be so, so close this game. But, yeah, 1-0 Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And then Leicester versus Spurs. I think this is the fixture Harry Kane has scored the most goals in. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 Spurs, unfortunately. I'm going to go 3-1 Spurs. I think, yeah, Harry Kane at the double. And then uh, maybe Dan Jumer off the bench. Come on, boy. (laughs) Dan Jumer off the bench. Nice. Uh, Leeds versus United. Um, This is the first fixture I've ever seen that's back-to-back of the same fixture in the Premier League. Uh, I think Leeds will be up for it a little bit more, obviously, you're getting a good point at Old Trafford. But I think just got a feeling United are going to win this one, 2-1.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go 2-0 United, even though it would be at Elland Road and it'll be bouncing because these two teams absolutely hate each other. I just think Man United mm-hmm. will get it done this time.
1: Nice, nice. Then we have Man City versus Aston Villa. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think City will just win it 2-1.
0: Uh 3 nil City. I think this could be the game they really, you know, kick on and you know get back in get back in their stride. So three nil whitewash of Aston Villa and then the final game, Monday night football, the Merseyside Derby, Liverpool
1: versus Everton. Sean Dyche to beat him in his first look, Merseyside. I mean, I don't even know when the last time that Everton won at Anfield. I don't think it's happened in our lifetime. I could be very wrong there, but I am going to say one all. But that's what we love about the context. You know what I say? We love a
0: bit of story, a bit of background. (laughs) So I'm going to go in Everton, 1-0 win. Come on the boys.
1: Come on the toffees. I mean, it's set up perfectly for them. This is the perfect time for them to be playing Liverpool away. Um, So yeah, we'll have to wait and see.
0: And that wraps up Episode one hundred and ten of the It's Football Day podcast. You know where to find us by now. It's Football Day underscore on Instagram and Twitter. It's Football Day X I on Facebook. We appreciate you listening, and as always, we will see you
1: next time. Okay, and finally, that does. Uh, God, you always fucking interrupt me. Sorry, carry on.
0: Love you down mm.